This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. The Bible says the earth is the laws and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. This morning we have come to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And so, Lord, as we bow our knees and our hearts before your throne this morning, we pray that your heavens will be open as such that what each of us need will be downloaded to our spirit in Jesus' name. Lord, let it be impossible for any of us to leave the church the way we came in the name of Jesus. Let there be transformation. Let there be healing. Let there be deliverances. Let there be a new beginning, O God. Open our eyes of understanding to that which you have intended to do this hour in the name of Jesus. We bless you and we give you praise because we know we are fully persuaded of the greater and better things that are called redemption. Thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' awesome name, we have prayed. Glory to Jesus. Let's open our Bibles to Genesis. I love to pray and I'm going to just share a very brief word with us and then we shall pray together. Genesis chapter 31. We're going to pick the story right towards the end of it. Genesis chapter 31 and I'm reading from verse 38. Genesis chapter 31 from verse 38. The Bible says, This 20 years have I been with thee. From King James. The ewes and thy she-goats have not cast their young. And the rams of thy flock have I not eaten. That which was torn of beasts I brought not unto thee. I bear the loss of it. Of my hand thou didst require it. Whether stolen by day or stolen by night. Thus I was in the day the drought consumed me. And the frost by night and my sleep departed from my eyes. Verse 41. Those have I been twenty years in the house. I served thee fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for thy cattle, and thou hast changed my wages ten times. Except the God of my father, verse 42, the God of Abraham, the fear of Isaac have been with me. Surely thou hast sent me away now empty. You will not go away empty in Jesus' name. God has seen my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuked thee yesternight. Now, this was a story, uh, a narrative between a man called Laban, who is an uncle to Jacob. Now, Jacob is the twin brother of Esau, who was born, and both of them were born to the man called Isaac and his dear wife. Now, Jacob had cheated his brother out of the blessing and had run away to a place called Padanaram, which is to his uncle. And on getting there, he fell in love with a lady by the name Rachel and wanted to get married to her. And there was nothing wrong with that except that after serving for seven years for her, the elder sister hadn't gotten married yet. And the father said, well, there is something called custom authority. Because of our custom, we can't give the younger sister away in marriage while the elder one is not yet married. So, 
you will have to marry this one. And he didn't know that. So he had done his marriage at the nuptial on waking up in the morning, realized this was a wrong woman. Nothing wrong with Leah except that was not the person he fell in love with. So he served again to get married to the younger one who was the love of his life. And by providence, by virtue of the way God does his things, Leah kept having children Rachel didn't have. Now, Jacob himself had been a very bad guy before coming to this particular place. But now he met a man who was superior in trickery to himself. And that man handled him in a very interesting way. But something happened, and that's really what my, 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 my concern this morning, was that at a particular time, Jacob woke up and said, you know what? The time is enough now. I need to leave this place and get to where I came from. I've served you enough. But what became very interesting about the story is the fact that Jacob found redemption in a particular year. And as believers, the word redemption should be very exciting to all of us. Because Jesus, one of his names is called the Redeemer. He came to redeem us. To redeem us the thoughtfulness that somebody comes to a slave market. Where slaves are being auctioned. And then you pay a price to buy that slave back. That is redemption. Redemption also has the thoughtfulness that perhaps sometimes you buy the slave and then you make sure the slave never goes back to auction. That's exogorazo. In other words, I buy you never to be a slave again. But there's another, another word that after you purchase the slave, you set the slave free. So Jacob was saying, I'm tired of serving you and be a slave to you. I want to be free. I want to be free to make my own choices. I want to be free to be able to run my own business. I want to be able to I want to be free to do what God has called me to do. I want to be free to be me. I want to be free to exploit and explore the things that heaven had intended and the purposes they had for me when they created me. So this is the setting to our story and I'm just going to pick a few things for us to pray with there. Now but what is interesting and I don't think I can go beyond that is the fact that this year became the year of redemption for Jacob. For somebody here, maybe just five people, 2020 shall be your year of redemption. And why is that important this morning? It's because in Isaiah chapter 3 verse 4, it says, For the day of vengeance is in my heart, and the year of the redeemed is come. How many are born again in this place? Then you are a redeemed child of God. And I've come to announce to you in household of David. This is your year in the name of Jesus Christ. The year of the redeemed has come. Now, you've got to stay with me and understand with me. And believe God with me this morning. Every year may not be your year. But like pastor was speaking, there is a purpose for everything God does. Now, why did God allow us to interpret your flow? There must be a purpose. Maybe the purpose is to announce to a lady in this place that this is the year of the redeemed. Every other year may not be your year, but according to the word of the Lord that he put on my heart, this shall be your year in Jesus' name. It shall be your year of victory, your year of redemption, your year of solution in the name of the Lord Jesus, your year of perfect health and healing 
in the name of Jesus. What you have been waiting for, if, if finally we touch your hands in Jesus' name, it shall be a year of gainful employment. It shall be a year that your vision will live. It shall be a year that you are going to be a blessing. Somebody shout, this is my year. Come on, every please shout, this is my year. Shout again, shout, this is my year. Look at somebody now and say, this is my year. Come on, put your hand on your chest and shout, this is my year. It says, the year of the redeemed is come. Now, now, according to the Bible, and for those who study those things, the word 20 or number 20 is very symbolic. Number 20 in mathematics is 10 plus 10 equals 20. Or perhaps 9 plus 11 equals 20. But what's important is that 20 is one more than 19. 2 times 10. So it signifies a few things. Number one, it talks about completion. Can I pray with you and believe with you that something that God began in your life years ago shall be completed this year? It talks about completion. 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 In other words, something that you put a full stop to. It becomes manifest. It becomes visible. Completion. Maybe your healing started last week. But hear the voice of the Lord. There shall be completion this year in Jesus' name. Completion means you graduate. You complete it. Now listen. Number 20 also signifies perfect waiting period. And that becomes important to my little exhortation. Perfect waiting period. In other words, I've waited for a long time. But at the 28th year, my waiting ended. I don't know which lady I'm talking to this morning. But your waiting has ended this year in Jesus' name. I fast forward to December. When testimony shall come, you will start to testify that my waiting ended this year in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Number 20 signifies completion and perfection of waiting. It's a symbol of perfection. Now for God to perfect that which concerns you. Psalm chapter 138 verse 8 says, The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Verse 8b. Now for God to perfect things that concern you. Stay with me now. There are a few things that God may need to do. Number one, God may need to take away from your life whatever has served his purpose. There are some things that have served their purpose in your life. They are not permitted to travel with you to the next season. And so for God to perfect some things, he may have to cut them away from you. Somebody shall cut it away. No, no, no. Whatever has served... Nah, my rose, that, hey. There are relationships that have served their purposes. They can't go with you to the next level. There are things in your life... It, it was good last year. It was good two years ago. But in 2020, it can't go with you. May the Lord cut them off in Jesus' name. Now, no, there, there are things that crept into your life. And my life that... Uh, I didn't bargain for, but they crept unconsciously. And because they kept unconsciously, they are not allowing perfection to take place. But because God must perfect all that concerns me, such things this morning, they shall be taken off in the name of Jesus Christ. There are things that God actually brought into your life. I don't have time to preach on this, but please hear me. Somebody to hear this. God actually brought them. But what they were intended for was for a season. But we have, ah, Rosa, we have built a tent around it. 
It has now become an idol in our hearts. Listen to me. This morning I stand with the sword of the spirit and I declare. Let there be a cutting away in the name of Jesus Christ. In the wilderness. Let's watch this. In the wilderness they had an issue. And God said make. Give them a serpent. Make an image of it. Whoever looks at it shall be healed from the plague. And that was right. And they became healed. Fast forward in my research. 500 years later, they were still carrying it around. Until everyone said, this is Nehushtan. We are displeased with it. Can I pray for someone here? Whatever is yet in your life that everyone is displeased with, let it be cut away in the name of Jesus. You know why? Because this is your year of redemption. Now, now, in itself, the the image wasn't wrong because God told them to place it. But it was for a season. Not forever. Not forever. And so they kept nursing it until everyone became annoyed with them. Can I pray with you? Therefore, whatever is in your life, in your existence, in your ministry, in your destiny, that everyone is no longer interested in, let it be taken away in the name of Jesus. So to perfect, therefore, God may have to do some work on us. For Jacob, 2020, or year 20, became his year of redemption. Shout, my year of redemption. Jacob waited 20 years to get possession of his wives and property. To be freed from the control of his father-in-law. His uncle, Mr. Laban. And you got to understand Jacob's dilemma. Here is a man of covenant who was slaving under Laban. Here is a man with purpose who was slaving under his uncle. Here is a man that could have achieved much more. But guess what? He was under yoke and bondage. Here is a man that God had intention for. But he was a supplanter, you see, who had one good his way down to his uncle's house by the things he did. Yet, heaven didn't give up on him. Why? Heaven has mercy on the man. I don't care where you are in your journey, but there is mercy speaking for you this morning. <laughs> I'm sure you know your church. They've taught us very well. Already spoken this morning. In life, it's not of him that wills. It's not of him that runs. It's of the Lord that does what? Show it. In other words, sometimes the strong do not always win the battle. The fastest do not always win the race. But there is a factor that makes them succeed. Ha. If others did what Jacob did, they may not have lasted. But there is an invisible mercy, the fear of Isaac that was on his life. Can I prophesy over your life? Throughout 2020, mercy of God will speak for you. Mercy of God will answer for you. Mercy of God will announce your name. Everywhere you go, mercy will speak. In the name of Jesus Christ. So for Jacob, therefore, he had waited for his uncle. And he came to a point. He said, uncle, I need to go now. 20 years are here. I need to go. But you see, the enemy doesn't let people go easily. So his wife, his beloved wife, Rachel, stole daddy's idols. And kept them. So that gave them a platform to drive after him. But as I began to enlarge this thing, for the time we have, ladies and gentlemen, 20th year 
became for Jacob his year of redemption. There are seven things that happened to Jacob. I'll go through them and we shall pray. Number one, Jacob needed redemption. Now, not everybody needs redemption in this place, but some of us do. He needed redemption because he was enslaved. He was in captivity, as it were, unto his uncle, but needed to be set free from him. I don't know who you are this morning. Maybe you are in captivity to sickness in your life, but you are going to be redeemed in Jesus' name. We will enforce the victory of Calvary that was received for you when Jesus died on the cross. That you are now justified from sicknesses, from attack of the enemy. Somebody shout, I am redeemed. In Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12. Hebrews 9 12. Bible says, neither by the blood of goats and calves. But by his own blood. He entered in once into the only place. Having obtained eternal redemption for us. Now please hear this. He didn't obtain a one-time redemption. In Jesus Christ, what do we have? Eternal redemption. So the devil has no argument against you. Ah, Occultic people have no argument against you. Why? I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. When sickness comes knocking, tell him, no go area. There is no access. Have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. When occulted people, demons come knocking. Tell them no go area. Have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. If somebody takes your name to any part in the world, in an occulted place, laugh them to scorn. Why? Have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. In other words, I wasn't redeemed because I'm strong. I wasn't redeemed because I knew how to pray. But somebody paid the price for me. He gave his blood on the cross of Calvary. And that blood is speaking for me speaking better things better 2020 better year better march better april better may better june better july better august better september better october better november better december somebody shout better things you have been redeemed i need christians to understand that we are not going through life beggarly anymore no sir we have been redeemed don't you understand the enemy only suggests you are a bad person look at your life no tell him i've been redeemed (laughs) there's a blood speaking for me and that blood has fought for me is fighting we yet fight glory to jesus shout i've been redeemed in Colossians 1.14, the Bible says, Colossians 1.14, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Don't you like that? Forgiveness of sins. In Psalm 111, Psalm 111, verse 9, Psalm 111, verse 9, he sent redemption unto his people. He had commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverend is his name. You see, he sent the redemption. Those watching us online, wherever you are today, in your sitting room, on the road, I declare over you, heaven is sending redemption to you now in Jesus' name. Psalm 130, verse 7 and 8. Psalm chapter 130, 7 and 8. He said, let Israel hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy. I like that. And with him is plenteous redemption. Not just one redemption. What kind of redemption? Plenteous to ensure that your past is no longer consequential in your future that's the essence of redemption 
Jacob needed redemption. You see, nobody will give him a chance. He was a bad guy. He was a supplanter. He didn't have a good testimony. But he knew that there was something greater about his life than where he was. He needed redemption. And why is this critical? It was year 28 year that Jacob received redemption. Prophetically, I also pray for you. In this 28th year of this century, you will receive your redemption in Jesus' name. So, Psalm 107 verse 2 says, Psalm 107 verse 2 says, Let the redeemed of the law say so, whom he are redeemed from the end of the enemy. Would you say so with me? I am redeemed from the end of the enemy. Shout again, I am redeemed from the end of the enemy. Now, throughout this year, there's nothing else you are supposed to say apart from that scripture. Let the redeemed of the Lord, what should they do? Say so. Let them say, I am healed. Let them say, I'm delivered. Let them say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Let them say, grace is available for me. Let them keep saying it. Why? They are the redeemed of the Lord. What happened to Jacob again, ladies and gentlemen? Now, I need you to stay with me. All I'm pointing to is that this whole thing happened in the 28th year. There's no mistake in God. Why didn't it take place in the 19th year? Why was it not in the 18th year? Why was it not in the 21st year? But in the 28th year, this year shall be a special year for you in Jesus' name. Number two thing that happened to Jacob. Jacob was vindicated. He was vindicated. To vindicated means you're justified. You're declared free. You're acquitted. Told to go home free. He was vindicated. They had accused him of all sorts of things. But in the 28th year, he was vindicated. I don't know what accusation have been leveled against you. But you are in the household of David this morning. You shall be vindicated in Jesus' name. Isaiah 45 verse 25. Isaiah 45 25 says, And the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be justified. <laughs> and shall glory. In other words, we are not saying they didn't make a mistake. We are not saying accusations are not against them. But we are saying we are justifying them. My brother, hear me. Everyone is justifying you now. In the name of Jesus. Let no one accuse you again. If you're a child of God, listen to this. In Psalm 57, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. That was the prayer. Throughout scripture, you will notice, everyone talks about the mercy of God. In Psalm 37 verse 7, Psalm 37 verse 7, the Bible says, rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Do not fret yourself because of him who prospers in his way. Because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. This year, you shall be justified. You shall be vindicated in the name of Jesus. Number three thing that happened to Jacob, very simply was, Jacob completed his waiting. He had waited for a long time. When shall I be with my wife? When shall I be with my family? When shall I go back to my native place? When shall I become all that God has created me to be? When shall I fulfill destiny? When shall I step into purpose? When, when, when? But this 28th year, he completed his waiting. He heard the voice of the Lord. Your waiting period is over this year in the name of Jesus Christ. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 34. Proverbs 8 34 said, Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. 
There's a blessing when you wait on the Lord. Listen, Isaiah 25 verse 9. The Bible says, It shall be said in that day, Lord, this is our God. We have waited for him. He will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. My brother, my sister, don't run out on God. Don't give up on God. The song they told us, the song they sang said, God is able. You may have been waiting and think, Pastor, I'm tired. I've prayed. I've believed God. It appears it's not happening. Please don't give up on God. Your waiting shall be rewarded. Oh, come on. Your waiting shall be rewarded. Your waiting shall be rewarded. You know why? If God can't do it, let nobody attempt to do it for you. Because for everything man does, man will receive and request something from you. But for everything God does, it lasts forever. Whatever the Lord doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it or taken away from it. God does it that men may fear before him. I would rather wait for God. He may look long, but he won't be late. Somebody shout, I'll wait for him. Job says, all the days of my present time will I wait until my chain comes. Your God is coming. Your God is going to show up. He's coming this year. He's coming this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why? It's a prophetic time. The 20th year, the waiting of Jacob ended. Glory be to Jesus. Isaiah 33 verse 2. Someone has been waiting for a new assignment. You've applied for jobs in several places. But you have been waiting. It appears nobody is going to call you. Hear the voice of the Lord except God is not on the throne. You, they are going to give you a job you have not applied for in Jesus' name. Ah, they will end on to you. You know what it means to add on? They will look for you because they found your CV on LinkedIn, online. They are going to add on to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I put my anointing online for that. It shall be so for you in Jesus' name. He says, Oh Lord, Isaiah 32, be gracious unto us. Why? We have waited for thee. Be thou their arm every morning. Our salvation also in the time of trouble. Are you waiting on the Lord? He's going to be gracious unto you. You will find his mercy this year. The fourth thing that happened to Jacob. Jacob was set free from Laban's bondage. Jacob was freed from Laban's bondage. Isaiah 10, 27. It shall come to pass in that day that the yoke shall be destroyed and the burden shall be lifted because of the anointing. He was set free. His yoke was broken. The hold of Laban over his life was broken. Can I speak to you, somebody, this morning? The hold of the enemy over you is broken in Jesus' name. Oh, the old, the old of that uncle, that auntie of yours, who thinks without them you can't have a life. It is broken this morning in Jesus' name. Why? In Jesus you have all you need. The Lord will supply your need. According to riches in glory by Christ Jesus, you will not need to buy your need before a man. I'm talking to somebody. You will no longer beg for food again. In the name of Jesus Christ, God will make you a champion in destiny. He will rewrite your story. He will rewrite your story. He will rewrite your story. Those who have looked down on you, they shall begin to look up to you. You. God will change the story for you in the name of Jesus. Shout a good amen. amen. Free from Laban's bondage. You see, what you don't understand is, is, is the fact that Laban and his sons felt Jacob had no life outside of them. So if we pull the plug on Jacob, that's the end of his life. But you see, Jacob knew that he was a covenant man. And in the 20th year, he declared his independence. 
When I end service, you are going to declare your independence. Oh yes, independence from sickness. Independence from poverty. Independence from lack. Independence from loneliness. You will do what? Declare independence. When nations received independence in those days, in the 60s and 50s, they would write what they call statement of independence. You declare it to that you are here. Announce to the devil, I am free. I'm no longer under your clutches. My chains are broken. For once, Jacob declared, I am now going back home. And Laban ran after him. Exodus chapter 6, verse 5 and 6. The Bible says, I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel, whom Egyptians keep in bondage, and have remembered my covenant. Wherefore say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will lead you out of their bondage. I will redeem you with a stretched arm and with great judgments. I don't know your family story, but hear me this morning. It doesn't matter what they went through. They went through, not you. Because you belong to Jesus, you will never go through what they went through in Jesus' name. Many years ago, a lady approached us in church and said, I don't know why this seemed to be common. She said, everyone who gets to the age of 50 in my family die. They just die. Some illness will show up. Something will come. They just die. And we're talking like this. I said, I told her, you don't need to worry about that. You have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You are set free from every covenant that is not of God. And I held her hand. Not the long prayer. Lord, let your work become real in her life. Let it grow and prevail. Today, she has grandchildren. She's not just 50. She went through 50. Nobody has died after that period. Why? We finally understood what redemption has done. Can I pray for you? Is there something in the lineage that looks wrong? Because you have come to the house this morning. You are delivered from that bondage in Jesus' name. <laughs> Freed at last. Galatians chapter 4. Glory to Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. It says in verse 3 and 4. Even so we. When we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of this world. We were children. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made a woman under the law. Why? To set us free. Shout, I am free. Oh, come on, help me. Shout, I am free. Shout again, I am free. Listen, Jacob became free. In Isaiah chapter 14, verse 3, it encapsulates my thought. Isaiah 14, 3, he says, It shall come to pass in the day that the Lord shall give you rest from your sorrow. Shout, I have rest from my sorrow. Now, you ought to help me shout. He said, I have rest from my sorrow. He said, From your fear and from the hard bondage wherein you are made to serve. Listen to me, this is not church usual. Today is your day of complete, total, irreconcilable, irreversible freedom in the name of Jesus. In the 20th year, Jacob became free. 2020 cannot live with the way it met you. Oh, yes, you must walk in freedom. You know that song, Sinai sang, I'm walking power, I'm walking miracle. That's who you are. That's who you are. A miracle walking on two legs. Number five, what happened to Jacob in the 20th year? Jacob possessed his possessions he took hold of them he laid hold of them it became a year of jubilee for him what he has trusted God for he finally got them 
What he had believed for and labored for, he found took hold of them. Ah, you will not labor for somebody else to inherit in Jesus' name. Are you hearing me? Your labor shall not for somebody else to consume in the name of Jesus. Jacob laid hold of his possession. He took hold of them. Ladies and gentlemen, in Numbers 33, verse 53. Numbers 33, 53, the Bible says, You shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and dwell therein. For I have given you the land to do what? Possess it. Everywhere you look, Genesis 34, from today, what can you do? You can possess it. You can possess the north, the south, the east, the west. You can possess businesses. You can possess offices. You can possess new places. Listen, I am not saying possess because you have money. Say with me now. I'm saying possess because everyone says so. Don't you know what God says is superior to all the money in this world? Talking like this in church. A lady had a desire. Fantastic cook. She knew how to put food together. She wanted to have a restaurant. But finances one day. And we kept speaking. Just like this. You can possess, declare, do all manner of things. And she went. She saw a restaurant she loved. And they put for sale on it. She went in there and negotiated with the Italian gentleman who was doing the restaurant. The man said, I want to retire. But I want to sell it. The lady said, well, I would love to buy it. I've got a business. But I don't have money. The man said, well, I can't help you. He said, but I feel my pastor said I should come and talk to you. Cut a long story short. The man said, I can't help you. Went back, showed up a week again, kept declaring. Then the man said, there's something about you I don't understand. I will let you have it. Then you pay me later. A restaurant set up in the city of London. Listen to me. There's nothing impossible for your God. What is that your vision? Can I agree with you? Receive it in the name of Jesus. Possess the gates of the enemy. Possess it now. By the anointing of the Holy Ghost. By the power of God. By the presence of God. Step into it now. Step upon it now. Enter into the place. Enter into the place. In the name of Jesus. Listen. Never calculate God based on your bank account. It's bigger than that. The cattle upon a thousand, it belongs to him. When God gives you a word, he has completed it before setting it. Begin to possess it. Somebody shout out, possess it. Thank you, Jesus. I'm probably going to stop now. You know, one of the things that God has enabled us to do a little bit, a little bit, is that I was telling pastor in the office, my Christian experience is in the United Kingdom. After medical school, in medical school, lived all manner of life. But I gave my life to Christ after medical school. And I just wanted to serve God. My heart was just drawn to God. I, medicine became irrelevant. I just wanted to read my Bible. And then, I stumbled on a scripture. Because, you see, you got to understand that I studied in a place called Russia. I lived there for eight years on scholarship. And I realized people didn't know God. I almost became an atheist. So, coming to know Jesus, I'm thinking, wow, souls are perishing. What can we do that men may give their life to Christ? That was, my, that was all that was in my heart. I remember one of my friends, an unbeliever, in university, I met him in London and I locked him up in a room. I said, give your life to Christ today or you are not leaving this room. 
I didn't know better. Don't blame me. So I, the guy said, what's your problem? I was about to, I, was, I said, I'm going to beat you up. And I could beat the guy. I was sincere. After I guy, okay, what do you want me to do? I said, kneel down and see after me. Now, that's all I knew. What am I, where am I going? In Psalms chapter 2 verse 8, the Bible says, ask of me. And I shall give you who the evening for your inheritance. Did he say gather money together? Did he say put a committee together? Oh, come on. Did he say put a committee? Did he say gather money? Why did he say ask of me? So when I stumble on that scripture, say I will give you uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. I became like a madman on the streets of London. I will pray in the middle of the night, everywhere, just marching. Lord, give me cities, give me nations, give me cities. I didn't know I, to, I just kept praying because I saw it. I remember God would lead me to places to pray, and I just kept saying it. There are places we had no church in the city. Today we have over 15 churches there. I kept saying it. Do you know, as a local church, sir, like I was trying to tell you, we planted churches all over Europe. From that same local church, 10 people from there. Why? We just kept asking. If your mouth can receive it, then your hands can touch it. If it's not too big for your mouth to say, your God can perform it. He says, our God is telling you. So when we are asking, I'm not saying possess because you have money. Or possess because your prophecy is wealthy. Or your uncle is wealthy. No, sir. Possess because your God owns heaven and earth. Everything belongs to him. You can ask him once he saw his glory. And I kept asking. Kept asking. Suddenly, God opened the door. Go to Denmark. Go to Sweden. Go to Scandinavia. Go all over Europe. And I kept asking. Today, I, Russia. Do you know we have churches in Russia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Russia. We see Adolio Ghost Night there in October. I brought Gio to the place. Yeah. It, 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 things that I just came from Ukraine on Tuesday. It doesn't make sense. Why? Ask. Your God is not limited. Only held back by your asking. Possess your possessions. Listen to me. You are in this church because God has a great destiny for you. Don't shortchange yourself. Don't limit yourself. Don't calculate your life by what's around you, sir. Please calculate it by the Bible. Your God can't fail. Jacob possessed his possession. I got to hand, ladies and gentlemen. Jacob possessed his possession. A few more things. But we can't do anymore. Jacob was settled in the 28th year. This year, heaven will say to you. Yeah. This 28th year, the Lord will say to you. Yeah. I said, the Lord will say to you. Yeah. It was settled that year. Ah, it was settled. First Peter chapter 5, verse 10. His struggles came to an end. High blood pressure came to an end. Loneliness came to an end. Being a slave came to an end. Why? In the 28th year, heaven settled him. But the God of all grace, who has called us to his eternal glory, not disgrace, <laughs> by Christ Jesus, after you've suffered a while, Jacob for a while, make you perfect. 28th year, don't forget it. 28th year is perfect. Establish, strengthen, what will he do? Set you. Heaven will set you maritally this year. Would you like to rise on your feet with me? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Who is God going to settle today? I'd like you to understand this is your year. I don't care what others have said. You've heard a word from God this morning. In the 28th year, Jacob 
possession he was redeemed he was vindicated he was set free he was settled he was settled i'd like you to close your eyes for a minute with me as you meditate upon the world the reality is that you cannot be settled until you know jesus as your lord and savior that is the most important step to take after taking that step you are permitted to be settled with the rest of us keep praying keep talking to god wherever you are this morning you are saying pastor i don't know you as my lord and savior I want to be connected to Jesus. I also want to be settled that the power of Jesus may flow through my life. If you are here this morning, without Jesus, our life is in crisis, my brother, my sister. You want to say, I want to know Jesus. Listen, I was doing well financially, but on the way to hell until I met Jesus and my life changed. You are here this morning. Say, Pastor, I would like to meet Jesus. This is 28 year. Let it be my year of freedom and redemption. Wherever you are, raise up your right hand. I want to give my life to Jesus. Anyone like that in the house this morning? God brought you here today. Raise it up. Raise your right hand up. Aye. Let us see it. God bless you. This is your year. This is your, anyone like that this morning? You want to give your life to Christ? Wave your hand to me. Wave it. Wave it. Let me be sure that I'm talking to somebody. God bless you, my brother. I can see that hand. Keep waving it. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You will never be the same again. In the I can see that hand also on my left hand side. In my front, I can see your hand. God bless you. Do you want to take a step and come forward? My brother, come forward. Come. My sister, come forward. Come. 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 Just come forward. Come and join me here. Glory be to Jesus. Wherever you are, let's be sure we are talking to somebody. You will never be the same. God is on your side. He wants to say to you today, this is the best decision you can make. All of us as a church will pray for you. Your life will change before your very eyes. Come on church. Are we excited? They are coming. Come on now. This is the best thing that could happen. Satan has lost again. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm waiting for you, my sister. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Wherever you are, keep coming, coming. Yes, keep coming. Yes, yes. God bless you. God bless you. You will never be the same again. You shut the door. You shut the door. Yes. 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 Jesus is here right now. Come on. Keep coming, my dear. Keep coming. Keep coming. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. Jesus is here right now. Oh, come on. Dude. Hallelujah. I was going to tell the choir to sing a song for them. I will never be the same again. I will shut the path. Yeah. The same again. This is your song, guys. You will never return. I've shut the door. Yes, you have shut the door. We are confessing. I'm waiting for you. One more person, quickly. I'm waiting for you. same again be the same again let's say that you will never you will never be the same again the same again you will never uh you will never return you shut the door you shut the And say after me. Say after me. Dear Lord Jesus. Today. I'm glad. 
that I came to church. Thank you for calling me. Thank you for receiving me. Thank you for saving me. I need you as my Lord and my Savior. Wipe away my sins. Write my name in the book of life. And make me a new person from today. Satan, I say unto you, I am now a child of God. The power of sin is broken permanently over my life. Thank you. In Jesus' name. You know, the Bible says, With the heart man believeth unto righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. You have now confessed as the Lord and Savior. From today, it shall be your Lord. Amen. Church will do say, Amen. It shall be your Lord. Amen. It shall remain your Savior. Amen. It will take control of your life. Amen. It will grant you a new beginning. In the name of Jesus, Amen. you will never be the same again. Amen. We see you with the power of the Holy Spirit, Amen. even right now. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, if you turn that way, there is a counselor, of the beautiful lady there, just waving to you. If you go after her, they will just tell you a few things and then you will rejoin us. Come on, church, let's love them. Our new family, come on, come on, come on. We are excited in Jesus. The rest of us, raise your right hand and say after me, time is up. Say, dear Lord, I now know this is my year. 28th year of this millennium I receive my redemption my vindication my settlement my freedom from all bondages I possess my possessions this is the year I've been waiting for this is the year I've been waiting for my testimony shall be complete and my lines shall fall to me in pleasant places all the blessings of the 28th year I receive now in the name of Jesus shout hallelujah thank you for being a part of our broadcast you know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.